So welcome to the Club Soda podcast. I'm Drew Yeager. I'm one of the co-founders of Club Soda. Um, This month in Club Soda, we've been exploring a lot about men and masculinity and drinking, some of the barriers that men experience when they're going about changing, some of the social pressure around men's drinkings, and some of the kind of the traditional attitudes that might keep men stuck in drinking behaviours that aren't really working for them. Um, And we're really thrilled that we invited uh, Marcus Barnes, who's a journalist, to write three pieces for us this month, um, talking about men and drinking. Hi, Marcus. Hey, Drew, how are you doing? Yeah, good, thank you. So, Marcus, can we just kick off? Uh, could you just, like, introduce yourself and tell the Club Soda audience a bit about you? Yeah, for sure. So I've been a journalist for 17 years now. Um, all of the different areas of journalism that I've worked in have kind of allowed me access to parties, social events, events that have free drinks, etc. So I started off in men's interests, lads mags, then I went into tabloid journalism, and now I cover music, mostly club music, uh, raves, festivals, mm-hmm. clubs, etc. Um, and I've been doing that for the last 10 years. Um, but one of the things that I started to realize a few years ago was that alcohol, as it is for a lot of people, has become quite a bit of a crutch a social crutch for me and uh, as I sort of started stepping into a bit more of a a mindful uh, perhaps slightly spiritual way of being uh, Mm -hmm. my lifestyle choices started to sort of change and my awareness of my habits became a lot more prominent and I decided to take a real hard look at what I was doing in terms of um, drinking etc and I decided to go sober it's coming up to two years now two Mm -hmm. years ago um, I'd already done it once for 18 months and prior to that I was doing annual monthly sober months uh, in November mm-hmm. so that gave me a little bit of a taster but yeah uh, December 2018 I went sober and I haven't looked back since. Congrats. Thank you. Yeah Thanks so so much. tell us what was the what was there any kind of particular moment or something that motivated you to go right now this is the moment I'm going to stop drinking completely because you know lots of people particularly men um will wait until they hit a rock bottom you know there's a there's this kind of classic view about men and health seeking behavior that we tend to only take action when we see direct physical consequences of what we're doing Mm. so was it that for you or was there something else that made you go no actually i want to sort this out well as i said because i was taking steps into being a bit more health conscious and conscious of my, my mental and my physical health they just they became i started to feel have this nagging feeling sort of deep 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 inside me um and and it became more and more prominent the more i kind of because I, I i never really enjoyed drinking that much anyway mm-hmm. And I'd always get sick. I was I was notorious for like vomiting the next day and like, you know, either head in the toilet or if I was going to work on the way to work, mm-hmm. I'd be sleep, sleeping in the cubicles at work. Like it was just when you sort of take a step back from it, it, it probably was a little bit of a problem, but it just it's so normalized that mm-hmm. you know, nobody ever pulled me up on it. So this nagging feeling was always there. And it just the more I sort of focused on it, the more I just couldn't get away from it. And I just ended up just really not enjoying drinking at all. And hangovers, of course, are are never, never enjoyable. Never fun. (laughs) Ever, ever. So um, I don't know. I don't think I really hit a rock bottom, but I just, over a period of maybe a few months or maybe even up to a year, just the 
the the joy of whatever joy I was getting from drinking just started to fade away. And it was just this like heavy internalized feeling that just wouldn't go away. And I just Mm. thought I've I've got to address this because it's obviously connected to to the drinking. It's, it's Mm -hmm. always there. And I, I just had like a lot of self-loathing and a lot of like negative feeling around drinking. So in the end, um, luckily, uh, what gave me the, the the sort of the push to to go sober was I went to um, me and my partner went to a, a wellness retreat in Thailand. Like mm-hmm. lucky us being privileged enough to be able to go on a holiday like that. But um, we took part in a spiritual ceremony there, and in order to prepare for it, you had to abstain from like pretty much everything, any vice that you had. So drinking went in the bin, and it stayed in the bin. For that was the first time I went sober for eighteen months because mm-hmm. I just thought, you know, when when I got home, it it just once I'd given up for two weeks, I thought, well, I'll just carry on and I'll just yeah. carry on and see see how I get on. And that was that. Um, the the second time around, I I'd got back. I'd sort of taken myself off the wagon for a crazy summer and a crazy autumn. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the winter, I'd probably done about five or six months of drinking and partying and after that first attempt and the fact that I'd actually got through 18 months and found it to be quite beneficial in many ways I thought right I'm going to do it again mm-hmm. and this time I think it'll be for keeps and yeah and so, so far so good yeah awesome well congrats on congrats on your coming up to two years you know that is a is a pretty significant milestone um so you've been you've been writing for club soda this month you've been writing um on different aspects around men and drinking could you just kind of like give us an uh an overview summary about the pieces that you've written for us um and also kind of i guess more critically what's really kind of leapt out for you what do you think some of the big issues are for men who are thinking about changing their drinking or finding themselves in difficulty with alcohol for sure, yes. Yeah. So I've I've written three pieces. Um, two of them are sort of interconnected. One of them is about uh, supporting your pregnant part- partner, mm-hmm. and the the sort of one that sort of links onto that is becoming a new parent. And then I've also written a piece about men and socialising. Um, I think the, the the main standout, and it'll probably be quite obvious to a lot of people, is the fact that men, generally speaking, not everybody, but in for the most part we are conditioned from a very early age to suppress so-called negative emotions mm-hmm. and actually and 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 actually you know some positive emotions too so so we sort of grow up not really being robust in terms of dealing with emotion and also in terms of expressing emotion mm-hmm. and so we're we're actually sort of quite sort of um emotionally immature in a lot of ways and as I've learned through some of the research that I've done, alcohol is, uh, you know, it sort of, it really helps us to express ourselves, lower our inhibitions and express emotion. So it's, it's become a go-to for a lot of men uh, in respect of bonding, in respect of dealing with emotions that they're finding it difficult to deal with, which can be the, the full spectrum of emotions, to be quite honest. Um, I've definitely felt that myself. And, you know, it's, it's like from, from anything from you know you've broken up with a partner and you need to just drown your sorrows you're mm-hmm. celebrating the birth of your child <laughs> so many different things involve the use of alcohol in order to yeah. supplement or amplify what's going on or just to get you into that that place because 
as I said, a lot of us don't even know how to get there because we got shut down so much by, unfortunately, by parents, but by society in general. You know, we get bombarded with these images of like strong men, uh, tall, dark, and handsome, or like the, the quiet type, or this, yeah. or that, or the other, and the, and 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 everything that you see in the films and on television is like guys in the bar, guys doing this, guys. The the the, the idea of the the sensitive man is becoming more of a thing nowadays, of course, mm -hmm. and, and you know that's that's a great thing about the way society is progressing. But it wasn't like that for me. I'm like 39 when I was a kid. It just it really wasn't like that very much at all. And yeah, you know, hopefully for younger people nowadays they'll be growing up uh, men will be growing up with with better role models and and images of of men that are you know and they they'll be allowed to be more sensitive and, and allowed to express their emotions more but that that was definitely a takeaway and the yeah. fact just men just 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 they just don't talk about this stuff i've mm -hmm. got loads of messages after posting up my pieces from from men saying oh, i'm so glad you wrote that you know i had loads of trouble when my baby first came along and blah 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 and and one final point is that I, I have a group with some of the dads. Uh, I was um, I went to NCT, which is like an antenatal um, workshop type thing. Yeah, and uh, we we have a WhatsApp group with the dads, and I, I went through like really bad depression after my child came along, and I never felt that I could really share that with the other dads. And even when I shared my piece in the group with those dads, a few people replied and said, "Oh yeah." great piece blah 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 I didn't realize you felt like that and one of the dads messaged me messaged me privately saying I felt very much the same as you did mm. but he had to do it privately he couldn't even do it in the group yeah so you know that's just a perfect case in point even when it's like as open as I was being he still had to come to me privately and say yeah you know I had the same thing going on yeah absolutely I mean I really I really empathize with that when my uh, my son's in his 20s now but I um took a year and a half out of um employment to look after him so his mum went back to work um he was between 18 months and almost two years um yeah. in some ways you know the best 18 months of my life and in other ways the hardest 18 months of my life it was really socially isolating um and i i ended up at times in a really dark place so I, you know i i get it and you're right the you know i i was part of a dad's group but it was very much you know you bring your kids your kids play with lego you chat about nothing and then you go away again and i wonder how many dads sitting in that room were going i'm having a fucking awful time and i can't open my mouth to say it because that was certainly me i couldn't yeah. tell anyone what was going on i didn't want to admit i was a failure i you know and it's all of that stuff that you know we end up bottling up i, I feel really fortunate right that um I never really got into pub culture as a mm. thing. So that kind of like go down the pubs with your mates, you know, and the answer to every problem is I'll buy you a pint. You know, that never really applied to me. But I, I completely get how, you know, if you've if you're growing up in a culture which is all about you make your friends in the pub, you solve every drink, every every problem with a drink, mm -hmm. you can really see how that compounds emotional difficulty turning into a drinking difficulty um, and how those two things really get mixed up together big time and and as as we know alcohol can often amplify your issues anxiety mm -hmm. depression etc so you know it's it, in in the long term it's never the answer short term it may feel like it is but it, it's never the answer long term and it definitely yeah. isn't for me
Yeah, absolutely. So, on Marcus, if you've got a, a perspective on, so one of the issues, you know, that um, because of that issue about men socialising, kind of centering around drinking, um, for anyone who's kind of contemplating change you know whether that's you know i'm gonna have a night off or i'm gonna stop drinking forever or i'm gonna significantly cut down one of the real challenges is navigating social pressure and other people's opinions and you know thinking about rounds culture and how you deal with all of that have you got any thoughts about the social aspects of drinking for men and if you are thinking about changing what you can positively do you first of all, I, I think you've 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 got to be kind to yourself. You've got to remind yourself that what you're doing is 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 for your benefit, and you've almost got to put yourself in a bit of a, a, a selfish kind of mind state because this this is about you and it's about your health. And you have to tell yourself that whatever anybody else thinks, it it doesn't matter. This this is a gift to yourself that mm-hmm. you're. That you're you're giving yourself to to try and improve your mental and physical health and um it it takes a hell of a lot of work and it is really difficult and it's 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 not easy at all and um but you just have to make a promise to yourself you know like if if you were talking to a friend and they were like you know i'm i'm going to be trying to give up drinking or i'm going to be trying to cut down you'd probably be there for them you know because you want to be there for them and you want to support them and give that to yourself but also you know try and uh, request it of request that of your friends ask that mm-hmm. of your friends you know like most people if you have um friends that you can really rely on they will they will support you through this this stuff and, yeah you know they, they they might put on a bit of bravado in the beginning because that's that's what a lot of guys do especially when they're moving in packs you know oh come on blah 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 and like make, making jokes about it and trying to like shoot you down mm-hmm. but deep down they're your friends and they'll be there for you and if you can talk to them on a level and just say look guys i'm i'm really serious about this and if you could like just be understanding it it then hopefully they'll they'll accept it and it will make it a bit more normal and you know this this idea about the fact that oh, I'm only drinking a soft drink and how does that work with rounds? You mm-hmm. can find a way through it. Friends work together and friends support each other and it is difficult and I'm I'm not going to pretend that it's easy. But, you know, it's worth it, I think. Mm-hmm. It's really yeah. worth it and um, your friends will be there for you. So you just yeah. make sure that you're open and honest with them. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I mean, I've got a group of um, people that I go out for drinks, but, you know, in pre-COVID times, ugh, pandemic. Mm-hmm. I'm grumpy about that today, as you know. But, um, you know, a group of people that I go out for drinks with. And um, for me, you know, the the availability of alcohol-free and bar- alcohol-free beer in bars has been a complete game changer in my drinking. Definitely. You know, beer was definitely the biggest um, category for alcohol drinking that I had. And mm-hmm. being able to swap out an uh, alcoholic beer for an alcohol free beer when i go out socializing has made a world of difference and now i've definitely i've got groups of people that i go out with and they will instinctively now when they go to the bar ask what alcohol free beers they've got on my behalf you know they're well trained enough and i think they would be genuinely surprised now if i said uh can i have something other than whatever they've got behind the bar that's alcohol free it does take some persistence and some you know some standing up for yourself being able to put up with the jokes for a little while, you know, it's fine. But, you know, people, you're right, do get over it. And it is possible to socialise well and make choices which support your well-being. And on top of that, you know, once you get past that initial 
you know really like uncomfortable difficulty of of not of not drinking you'll find that after a few times of doing it you actually get used to it and everyone just forgets that you're not you're not drinking and you just get on with it and everyone yeah. just has a good time you know yeah and like i, I always forget the alcohol free thing because i don't drink alcohol free drinks but that's another thing that i see so many people post about on instagram and it makes such a world of difference because mm-hmm. you feel like you know you're, you're still involved you're not like sipping on what you might consider to be a boring drink like an orange juice or like a lemonade or whatever you've got a drink that looks like a drink so Mm -hmm. like again in terms of like the perception it makes it look like you're you're still drinking in a way yeah like you know you don't feel as different from everybody else which is again like what part of the difficulty of, of doing all of this yeah absolutely and you know when it comes to like rounds culture you know i used to i used to uh have a view about rounds that if you were not drinking it's probably easiest to opt out but actually i've really changed my mind on that when you know in our kind of emotionally stunted male way you know when somebody offers to buy you a drink actually what they're saying is i really value your presence here i'm glad you're here and i want to include you you know and so you can respond to that by saying yeah thanks can i get an orange juice or a lemonade or an alcohol-free beer or whatever. But what they're saying is you're important and you're part of the group. And I think it's really important to join in. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Most definitely, man. (laughs) Yeah. Marcus, this has been brilliant. Thanks so much for the articles that you've written for us this month. Um, Um, if you want to read the pieces that Marcus has written for us, you can find them on our website at joinclubsoda.com. Um, they're also all over Marcus's uh, social handles. Marcus, if people want to find you online, where do they track you down? All of my social media, which is Twitter, Facebook and Instagram, is at mgoldenbarns, all one word. Brilliant. With an yeah at m golden barnes yeah so follow marcus um read his articles get involved in the conversation um we genuinely we we've had this whole focus on men and drinking this month because we want to amplify the voices of men in this space weirdly one of the only sections of society where um you're more likely to hear women's voices than men's you know so we're um, we've been doing a bit to address that balance um But yeah, um, thanks for joining us, Marcus. Um, I'm Drew Yeager. This has been the Club Soda Podcast. Cheers. This podcast is brought to you by Club Soda. You can find out more about what we do on joinclubsoda.com and on our social handles at joinclubsoda. Thanks for the donation of music by Lotus L. You can find more of their music on Spotify.